He is the head of derivatives at Jarden. I wonder what he makes of last night's global dairy trade auction. But before I introduce Mike McIntyre, Mike, I'm going to have to throw a bit of a barb at you. you. We were chatting yesterday and you said to me whole milk powder would be down 1%. It's up 2.1%. You're about as accurate as some of these El Nino weather forecasters. Take that. <laughs> Afternoon, Jamie. Yeah, no, indeed. Um, it's never it's never a good idea being on the wrong side of the coin, but uh, in this case, I'd happily take it on behalf of New Zealand farmers. I was reading your commentary online this morning, and you are a wordsmith, a bit like Shane Jones, really, who we've already heard from today on The Country. You were quoting F. Scott Fitzgerald, and you said to me, have I read him? No, I haven't. I've only read, like, Alex Vasey and T.P. McLean. So I didn't really do novels at school. Well, to be honest, I, I, I've mainly just seen the, the movies. You know, he's put out a couple of crackers that have been converted into movies in recent times. Um, but, you know, I just, the, the point I was just trying to make is that, um, you know, we've, we've been talking a lot, obviously, about El Nino, and that's gone right around the world. But, you know, sitting here in Auckland um, for the last couple of days, it's done nothing but rain. So, um, you know, the talk about drought is obviously going to happen at some stage, but it doesn't feel like it's going to have as much impact on the current season as what people have been saying. So what was behind the lift? It was a good positive result. The GDT index up 1.6%. Cheddar went through the roof, or cheese went through the roof at 97 but whole milk powder 2.1 when you were suggesting the markets might have flat or minus one. Yeah, well, that's right. So, like, I was considering the drivers for whole milk powder in the current season, and, and you know, we've been pretty constant since we, we bottomed out in August. We're, we're going to be the, the drought, which... You know, I didn't think it was going to have the impact that some were saying. And then also Chinese demand. So um, post the 1st of January, the safeguards all ended in that uh, 2011 uh, free trade agreement. So we don't have a duty on dairy imports into China. And as a result, um, you know, there was an expectation that Chinese demand would pick up, which we weren't really seeing in the export numbers that we look at. Uh, they didn't turn up last night, but you know what we have seen is we've seen good demand out of the likes of the Middle East and ongoing demand and growth from Southeast Asia, which is obviously encouraging. At the end of the day, um, you know, just so long as we can find a home for it, it doesn't really matter if it is China or one of our other regions. So that Middle East demand's coming off the back of uh, them having uh, higher oil prices so when they're not virtue signalling signaling at COP28 conferences in Dubai? That's what we would say is, is just an anecdotal answer. Yes, sure, that obviously there's a correlation between oil and most other commodities. But I think of interest last night was um, there was a, a European seller of Homel powder on the platform for the first time. And so their Homel powder was trading hands at 3,800, albeit probably for smaller volumes. But it just therefore makes sense. You know, Europe obviously enjoys a tariff and a freight advantage with Middle Eastern buyers, which were previously in New Zealand market. And as a result, you know, if I was a Middle Eastern buyer and I could buy homo powder at 3100 or 3800 you know, I, I probably would look to New Zealand to try and secure some cheaper supply. OK, well, we'll run that past me again. You're telling me there was a European seller on the GDT platform last night. They got... 3,800 or 3,800 for their whole milk powder. We're selling ours at 3,100. Why? Well, I guess it's just the market. So, you know, there's a buyer out there who would prefer... European uh, supply for whatever reason. Again, maybe it is a freight or a timing advantage or um, maybe there's some sort of quality or, or a different specification within there. You know, we'd have to dig deeper to find that out. Um, but the fact that someone's willing to pay 3800 somewhere around the world is encouraging for the New Zealand dairy farmers. So maybe we don't have that market as of yet, but the fact there is that price point is encouraging for the rest of the season.
Talk to me about yeah. the sorry. Talk to me about the European mozzarella cheese being on the platform. Well, that's right. So there's been a, a whole lot of new um, sellers come on to GDT in the last six months to a year, and as a result, there's a whole lot of new origins, obviously, and then new products. So the fact that we're seeing these different price points from different origins and different products is only encouraging, and it, and it makes comparison a lot easier if you know that it's all coming on the same platform. So seeing mozzarella on the platform, seeing European homework powder on the platform, um, you know, it's good because we can see where the rest of the world is looking in terms of price points. Mike McIntyre with us from Jarden. You didn't get the homework powder right in last night's, I keep sorry to keep rubbing this in, Mike, in last night's GDT auction. What are you picking uh, for tomorrow's Q1 business update from Fonterra? Surely they're going to move that forecast milk price. It's 7.25 at the moment, the midpoint. It's got to go to 7.50 or could it go even better? Well, it certainly could. You know, we've seen one of the big rural lenders out the other day um, talking about a price over 750. You know, as I spoke to you the other day, um, the milk futures have been sitting above that 750 mark now for close to two months. In fact, it went over eight dollars. I think it was a couple of weeks back. So there's real money being put to work that are, um, you know, looking at eight dollars or you know high sevens as a price for the season. Again, given we were in early August when you know there was a chance that we didn't end up with a six dollar handle. To see the the $8 figure being talked about is certainly encouraging. Yeah, well, I, I'm also noting from your excellent report, Mike, that when the season opened back in May, obviously of this year, we, we were talking $8 milk price. Whole milk powder was at 3200 Today, as we've mentioned, it's sitting at 3100 So sure, indications would, in, would indicate, and I've got one too many indications in there, uh, that $8 could be on the table, albeit we've probably seen a change in the exchange rate as well. Yeah, the exchange rate probably makes less of a difference to this current season to what it would uh, for next season, just given the way in which hedging takes place. But yeah, if we were to, to, to hold on to these prices or improve from here, you know, certainly a high sevens is not off off the table. Um, you know, we're seeing in, in, in the Northern Hemisphere a slowdown in supply, and that's only encouraging for New Zealand. So, you know, maybe we don't even have to suffer the uh, the effects of the drought to benefit from reduced supply somewhere in the world. Um you know, so that's something that we can look to, uh, forward to after Christmas on. Mike McIntyre, Head of Derivatives from Jarden, thank you very much for your time and thank you for all your sage advice and predictions behind the scene. You are one of my go-to guys here on the country. Appreciate it. Well, I appreciate you calling after yesterday's terrible call, so thank you, Jamie.